Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders. For Tuesday, April 26th, I'm Sweeney Murdy. Guess what today is? Today is Aaron Judge's birthday. Not just any birthday, it's his 30th birthday. You know, I've been doing this so long, I remember being in the clubhouse when Derek Jeter turned 30. I remember going up and, and wishing him a happy 30th birthday. Actually, what I think I said was, well, happy birthday, welcome to your 30s. And he kind of he kind of sneered at me. He says, why is everybody taking so much pleasure in telling me that today? Um, well, I guess it's because we've all kind of been there. Uh, and uh, well... The 20s are over, the 30s are something different, and we all know it represents something different. So welcome to the club is kind of how I used to put it. Now I'm in a different club. I was in my 30s when Derek Jeter joined the 30s. I'm in my 50s now that Aaron Judge is joining his 30s. But I keep thinking now about 30 and what it represents for Judge because he's, well, he's in his contract year, right? And we all know what that means as far as how teams view a player in his 30s and what you're looking forward to and how that affects what a team is willing to commit to. But I look at it from another perspective and what Aaron Judge means to this Yankee team and who he is and what he represents beyond you know, what he is in the field. And what, what does that mean? Well, just look around the stadium. On any given day, you're going to see 99s everywhere, all over the ballpark, right? My son even has a number 99. That's the jersey he wanted. So... Uh, Aaron Judd represents this same kind of Yankee star that we've seen in generations past. Only the difference is part of it is the way the team has played. Part of it is the way the team has been constructed. Part of it is the system they're now playing in, which really has prevented any dynasty type of teams from forming, especially the Yankees. But Aaron Judge has not even made it to a World Series before his 30th birthday, let alone win one. And if you look back at some of the other great Yankees, I've made this point before, the greatest Yankees players all won multiple World Series early in their careers. And whether you talk about guys who played a long time, played their entire career, or played later, the majority of their their winning, their championship resumes were built in their 20s. For example, Derek Jeter won five World Series rings. He won four of them before he turned 30. Mickey Mantle won seven World Series rings. He won six of them before he turned 30. Now, I know I'm going back in different eras, and it's weird, but it's just for, you know, point of emphasis here. Joe DiMaggio won nine. He won five of them before he turned 30. Yogi Berra, of course, famously won 10. He won six of them before he turned 30. Aaron Judge is still looking just to make it to his first World Series, and the times are different. The era is different. So it's not exactly a fair comparison, but in terms of how you rank Yankees and what great Yankees are all about, a Monument Park type of Yankees, they all rack up World Series wins, multiples of them. Um, And I've said before, I think the next time the Yankees won a World Series, 
whether it's this year, next year, or in five years, whatever it's going to be, I think the mistake that most Yankee fans could make is the biggest mistake I think they could make is thinking that there will be multiple to follow. Um, the sports design differently now, especially with more playoff teams, more rounds, everything else. It's just harder to navigate that. And, um, you know, clearly there's, there's a failure that the Yankees have, have seen because they haven't won one since 2009. Um, but I think if they win another one, 2009 stands as a great example because, that was kind of standalone. We like to lump it in because core four guys won it, and we kind of talk about that being their fifth ring. But think about it. There was not another one. There, there wasn't one on the other side of that. Nine years earlier was the last one before that. And there hasn't been one, one on this side of it since then. It's really the only standalone championship in Yankees history. Everyone else, everything else is kind of grouped in, whether it's a couple in a row or four out of five or something like that. But they're all kind of lumped in together um, with similar groups and cores. And this one, the 2009 one, really is not because of how far it's separated from the earlier dynasty ones and what has followed since. We all know that. So the real challenge here for Aaron Judge is simply to get there and win and try to and see what happens uh, as the Yankees work out contract details and how long he stays here and how he's measured. He's already and not this isn't just about him. I'm saying it's about him because this is you know his 30th birthday and we're talking about his contract. But the rest of that group of baby bombers didn't accomplish what they were supposed to, which was win in their early years, win in their young prime years, and for the team perspective, win in their cost control years, which is what Jeter and Mariano and those guys did. Um, So the Yankees have lost a window here. Aaron Judge and the rest of his baby bombers lost a window here. That, That window closed. They're on a different they're, they're in a different building now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's no longer the Baby Bombers era. Uh, so Aaron Judge turns 30 today and a whole new perspective on his career begins, what he can accomplish. And the Yankees are off to a pretty good start, which is where we kind of go next. They're 10 and 6, which, okay, you know, they lost two games to the Orioles uh, in Baltimore and they didn't score in that three game series, lost two out of three. And that's kind of infuriating, but they, you know, they haven't lost any other series. They split the four with Toronto. They won every other series, Boston, Detroit, Cleveland. 
They're actually playing really well, playing pretty well. Outside of the hitting early on, remember how the, the pitching is what usually concerns people, and the pitching has been very good. And Garrett Cole joined the party with a dominant performance on Sunday against Cleveland. The Yankee pitching has been outstanding. It's not even a question right now. Is it a question of durability? Sure, that's a question for every team. Um, but if you look at who they are, what they're designed to do, um, they're actually performing at a very high level. And I think we're we're talking about the idea of, okay, was 2021 a fluke for certain guys? Well, it's so far, it hasn't been for Nestor Cortez Jr. It hasn't been for Clay Holmes. Um, and the Yankees are looking at this as a bullpen they've designed to go to often. Uh, and they have enough depth to be able to do that. So the Yankees are pitching to their design pretty much and pitching very well at the top of the league. The offense is what you're waiting to catch up on. And I, I kind of think about, uh, uh, I've been thinking the last couple of days about a conversation I talked about on the radio the other day, a conversation I had with DJ LeMahieu, who is, he's back, right? The machine is back. Um, he's clearly healthy again, and clearly you can tell that he is compromised late last season or pretty much all of last season, and that could be a big reason why he had such a poor performance compared to what he did the previous two years. Well, LeMahieu's back and hitting like he's like like we've known him to be. He enters this Orioles series on an 11-game hitting streak, and I kind of went up to him and I talked to him about the idea of like how how you you approach hitting compared to when you first came into the league, because back then, which was you know a, a decade ago, the thought process was about facing a starting pitcher, wanting to get into the other team's bullpen. And then doing more damage there because you had maybe a couple of good starters, an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning guy, and and everything in between was, you know, kind of what you wanted to to reach, what you wanted to hit. And now it's a lot different because every team is designed to get into their bullpen. They all have multiple guys who throw very hard with uh, wicked sliders. And it's really hard to hit. And even DJ LeMahieu, who, as we've seen, is a really good hitter who makes it look really easy. Even he was admitting to me that hitting is hard, scoring is hard, that the power plays, there's a reason power plays, and the home run is effective because trying to bunch the hits together is just hard to do. And and he's kind of shaking his head at me when he thinks about it, even talking about the shift. You know, DJ LeMahieu, they don't shift on DJ LeMahieu. And he said, and he talked to me about how just hitting, trying to hit the ball the other way is a hard thing to do. Doesn't he make it look incredibly easy? Even he says it's hard. So um, I'm wondering what happens to the Yankee offense as we get going. They There are going to be hitters that find their groove and take off and put up the numbers that you expect them to put up. But how does that really take shape? And overall, does it add up to a monster Yankees offense? Certainly they hope it's better than last year, but is it equal to, say, 2019? Maybe not because of the way the ball has been designed. And multiple people have noticed that the ball is just not flying the way it used to be. So cut down on home runs, cuts down on scoring. That's pretty easy math to do. But where is it? There's got to be an in-between somewhere between 2021 Yankee offense, 2019 Yankee offense, and figuring out where that lines up. Uh, And that could lead to a lot of close games. The Yankees have played a bunch of close games already. They've leaned on their pitchers. They've leaned on their bullpen. But, you know, 
it's again, that's also by design. So you're going to see some games where you're going to have to pick and choose who's available and hope those guys do the job. But you're also going to have days when you're probably not going to have certain guys available because you've you've used them to win a couple of close games. And then you're going to have to dial back and you might have to kind of take one for the team kind of thing when you're talking about certain relievers. And maybe that costs you a game. But overall, the Yankees are designed to go to their bullpen often. And there are going to be certain days when it's just not possible. And you're going to want a blowout like you got on Sunday. That doesn't always happen either. That was the first one the Yankees have had in a long time. They didn't have nearly enough of them in the course of the 2021 season. And that's just a big reason why the offense sputtered and they ended up where they ended up. So uh, as you're looking for the offense to kind of take hold... Isn't it a wonderful sight to see Isaiah Kiner-Falefa's adjustment to New York last only a few days? I mean, we've seen players that have taken weeks and months and maybe even a full year to try to figure it out. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa scuffled for the first week, booted a couple of balls, was one for 17, and ever since then, all he's done is make the plays and get some pretty big hits. I mean, none bigger than the one he had on Saturday, the game-tying double, before all the other stuff that led to the fiasco on the field. But quietly, Isaiah Conner-Falefa has gotten big hits. He's executed hit and runs. He's hit sacrifice flies. He's put his bat on the ball. His contact has played. And in the field, he isn't flashy, but he has made the plays that need to be made. And that's what you're looking for right now from your shortstop. And, you know, I know we're still in the small sample size arena, but you know the team that signed Carlos Correa, the team that signed Corey Seager, they're below 500 teams. They're not playing very well, right? So um, again, early in the season, small sample size, but Isaiah Conner-Falefa's team is playing well at 10-6. and six. The next two series, winnable series, Baltimore and Kansas City. If the Yankees take two out of three, two out of three, that's a four and two start. Uh, uh, record over those series that leads them to 14 and 8. That's over 100 win pace. And ideally, you're looking to do better against these teams because they're beatable teams. So, five out of six would feel a whole lot better. Four and two could be acceptable because you're going to start playing tougher competition again. You know, you might not win all those series. So, yeah, it's going to even out. But I think if you, you could settle for four and two, um, and probably and no no worse than that because three and three means you've lost one of those series and that wouldn't be acceptable right now either. So we'll see how it goes. Listen, happy thirtieth birthday, to Aaron Judge. I know he hasn't been as decorated as other Yankees before his thirtieth birthday, but he has been as popular and as loved for this generation. So uh, we'll see what's in store for Aaron Judge and the Yankees as he moves to 30 and beyond. And yeah, the contract will still be a story until it's resolved one way or another. And we'll see how that goes. Hey, I want to remind you to subscribe and review uh, to the WFA and Baseball Insiders wherever you get it, at Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, wherever it's available. Make sure to hit that subscribe and review and all that jazz. And until next time, I'm Sweeney Murdy. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.